Are you still angry? Angry? Me? No. Not in the slightest. What on earth gives you that impression? Well then, I don't see why you insist on being in such a foul mood. You've been grimacing for the last 20 minutes. I was... thinking. And huffing and puffing enough to... Blow the house down? More like a whole village. Are you ready to talk yet? Oh, it's just... These last few stops, everything just keeps going wrong. It's not your fault. Perhaps. Perhaps not. You did what you could for the people of Gurikt. Couldn't save them. Same for Scarvon and Lillingtonia? Couldn't save them, couldn't save them, couldn't save them, couldn't save anyone! I know you're worried, but the fight is hardly over. And that strange message we received? The hologram? The request for help? And is that where we're going next? To help her? There's somewhere else we need to go first. Aren't those the telepathic circuits? Well remembered. Now it's that name. It rang quite a few alarming bells in my head. I've heard it before, and I fear whatever's going on, it's more than the two of us can handle. So what are you going to do? I, and I cannot believe the words that are coming out of my mouth, I'm going to ask for help. <sighs> okay, this bit of whistings. <sighs> Meet me. You know where. Who did you send that to? <laughs> oh, you'll find out soon enough. I'm not sure I prefer you being enigmatic to grumpy. You want answers? Come outside! Don't worry, it's perfectly safe. <laughs> I hope. This had better be good. Ah, looks like we aren't the first to arrive. Is it a disguise? It looks like a normal house. Then let's just go inside, shall we? Chairs, a table to eat at, even a fire. Is this it? You send a mysterious message into the ether of time or wherever it went, directing people to meet here? Oh, Doctor, this is not what I imagined. My child, you sound disappointed. I don't see what's wrong with the comfort of a homely lounge. Can't be drinking tea in a plush armchair. Uh, who? <laughs> that is the first time I've seen you speechless, Bess. <laughs> Maybe today is perking up. We received your message. How far in the future are you? Seems like we go on forever. You say that like it's a bad thing. A universe without the Doctor. Well, scarcely bears thinking about. Without the... Is anyone going to tell me what's happening and who these strangely dressed men are? Strangely dressed? This is the height of fashion in the Caliban Cluster. And my walking stick was designed by Warhol himself. It's unique. We're Time Lords. The same Time Lord, to be exact. Oh, look at all of you. Oh. Gentlemen, this is Bess. Bess, it is with greatest pleasure and a certain amount of schizophrenia that I present me. Me and me. You aren't making sense. How can they be you? When our body is close to death, we renew. But it comes at a cost. We change. My goodness, do you not tell our friends anything anymore? 
Yeah, uh, well, it, it hasn't kind of come up yet. So just, 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 just give me a chance. So are you, as the classic thinkers described, an immortal soul with many incarnations? Um, something like that, I suppose, yes. It is so good to see you three. I have missed being you all so much. Oh, come here, you. Oh, look. Oh, that scarf. Oh, it's so fetching. And you, my friend. Those capes are oh, so heroic. Oh, and you. You and and that top hat. May I borrow that? <clears throat> you didn't bring us here to talk fashion, I trust. We've been waiting for a while. Some of us more than others. Have you forgotten how serious it is for us to meet? Serious? Do you mean there's a danger to this encounter? Time is out of sync with itself. The longer we stay together, the bigger an issue it becomes. So we only meet in the direst of emergencies. Though this house has temporal dampeners and minimizes the more explosive side effects. These must be you, Doctor. Always talking above your audience. But where are the others? The one with a deep voice and, you know, sort of rabbits in the pocket and the one who is the great I am. Surely they can't have anything better to do. They could have sent a message. Time eddies on the TV screen. <laughs> oh, do you remember that? Have I really become such a blabberer? No, yes, you're quite right. We can reminisce later. So, where's the fire? You mean the hologram? We'll get to that. I should probably tell you what happened when we went to Grecht. I think the story will resonate with you all. Did, oh, can someone put the kettle on? Three sugars for me, please, Bess. <sighs> right. Priorities. Don't worry about the bickies. Anyway. Grecht. Cue flashback sound effect. Anyone? No? Okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it, I'll do it. <clears throat> Doctor, hardly the time for levity? Fine, you tell it then. Well, the TARDIS took us to Gurrecht. Readings indicate the city-state of Grecht. Not the brightest of places, but... There's a strange smell in the air. Oppression. I think it's cattle. Quite a bit of dung. No. Look at the people in particular. What do they all have in common? People of Grecht, this is your benevolent leader, Pargita. People who describe themselves as benevolent rarely are. It has been brought to my attention that rebellious elements have infiltrated our great city-state. This will not be tolerated. Do I not give you everything you could want, and yet you still demand more? There will be repercussions. The traitors will now be punished. I don't like the sound of that. Not one jot. Everyone looks panicked. They fear this man, this Pargita. Surely that isn't the best way to lead. Hangman! What's happening to him? We must do something! It's too late. Poor fella. He's already gone. Electrocuted by a metal band around his neck. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let that be a lesson to all of you. I will continue to lead this magnificent land with your best interests at heart. May your day be productive and plentiful. 
No wonder all the people here look so unhappy. They're all wearing metal collars. Any of them could be killed at a moment's notice. Painful way to go. Clever, though. If all of your people are wearing them, none can ever rebel. Not for long. And with the press of a button, they drop down dead. You know what this place needs? Help. A lot of it. From an outsider. Someone this tyrant can't stop. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's a dictator. And I've dealt with more than my fair share of them in my time. Come on, Bess. We've got mischief to cause. I don't know about you, but that sounds like an average day to me. Nothing worth summoning the rest of us for. But you know where this is leading. You don't need him to tell you that. Nice to know that you lot have faith in me. Remember the Alfalfa Rebellion? I solved that. Me. And you were ridiculously proud when we beat the Sagittarians. Not them again. Will they ever stop trying to invade Saturn? Oh, I remember that. Same plan three times. <laughs> they were so angry that last time. Make that four times. I caught them at it when they thought our back was turned. Did someone say Sagittarians? They aren't involved, are they? I thought we dealt with the last of them. No, Tasha, don't worry. Since you're here, maybe we should tell everyone what just happened to us on Astrovar. With the Fongra and... Yes, and them. Now, old fellow. Who, me? This is how you tell a story. I can't believe you've only been here for six months. You've achieved so much. Thanks, Tasha. Or should I call you Princess? Tasha's fine. I'd rather be judged for who I am than my title. You must be the highest-ranking person to grace Astrovar with a visit. We're expecting a plenipotentiary from the Koli conglomerate, but their shuttle was delayed. Everything seems to be delayed coming here. You think on purpose? Possibly. The plan is not interesting or important, so we seem to get forgotten about. You need to really care to come here. Add the freezing temperatures and low crop yields, and it's no one's first choice. Stores are running low, and with the Fangra out there, they're generally worried about starvation. Tasha, stay away from the edge of the barricade. We don't want you falling. Sorry, just taking a look. You can't see much out there. Looks like a blizzard is whipping up. The Fangra use the snow to hide. It's the same color as their fur. And with the gray of their claws, it's hard to make out. All you can see clearly is the red fury in their eyes. But by then, it's too late. Still, we're safe enough up here. I bet you never thought you'd need to build a giant spiked wall around your city. It's our only choice. The Fangra can jump pretty high, but we can't get over this. And from here, we can pick them off. Shoot at any movement. The Doctor thinks there's another way. My ears are burning. I guess that's one way to keep warm. How's that gadget going? We're getting there. You two should get somewhere safer. The snow. It was just a light shower this morning, but now it's much heavier. The Fangra come when the weather is like this. Is there someplace warmer? It's difficult to work on the Symphonic's resonator in the cold. The parts are so delicate, wearing gloves just gets in the way. Well, you take your sweet time while I fend off the Fangra. Frankly, it matters little if your fingers freeze since you're doing more to help them. What's wrong with trying to prevent any bloodshed on either side? The Fengra were here on Astrovar first. This is their home. The Tundra is hardly conducted for human life, Bijou. And this city is our home. We have every right to defend it. It's one step from a flat-packed colony. I'd hardly call it a city. 
<sighs> it's like you expect them to leave just because you turned up and claimed the planet for yourselves. It doesn't work like that. Doctor, it was their distress call we answered. The one Bijou sent. We came to help them, not the Fangra. We help everyone, Tasha. We do our best for everyone, remember? I know, I know. It's just... What about our friends and family? The ones we've lost to the Fangra? You saw what they're capable of, Tasha. They'll rip us apart. I'm sorry, we can't bring back the dead colonists nor the Fangra you shot as revenge. But the future, we can secure that. You sure it'll work? The symphonic resonator will create an auditory barrier that neither side can cross, not without exposing themselves to a sound that will drive them out of their heads. Yet you'll be able to converse across it and come to a peaceful accord. No more killing. So long as you work quickly. Just one more hour and it'll be ready for testing. You don't have that long. You haven't exactly endeared yourself to us, Doctor. I'm only still talking to you because Tasha convinced me your heart is in the right place. That took a while. But you aren't the only people to respond to my distress call. Another group has arrived. The Vigilante group? The ones you were telling me about earlier? Yeah. Apparently their spaceship is in orbit. They'll be landing within the hour. They have no qualms about killing the Fangra, and everyone here is happy to let them. We can't let them do that. We have to stop them. The Fangra aren't their enemy here. Ah! I thought you said they couldn't jump that high. We didn't think they could. That one nearly clawed my arm off. I told you to stay away from the edge. Bijou, stop firing. Warning shots. I'm trying to force them back, Doctor, okay? But if it jumps like that again, then I'll shoot to kill. <sighs> Why must humans always resort to such violent ends? I don't see that I have any other choice. We best get that resonator working. You going to be all right on your own out here, Bijou? I'll be okay. Now go, while you still have time. Then what happened? You couldn't save these Fangra creatures? Are you psychic? No, just... I have a sense no one here has a happy ending to their story. Very astute. What I just saw on Zebrid set a chill down my spine. It began with... Now, hang on just a moment. How are you going to follow the events on Gericht if you keep breaking up my story? Oh, we're more than intelligent enough to follow a fragmented narrative. For example, we read Proust's A la Recherche du Temps Perdu across three incarnations, remember? Uh, not always in the original French, though. Volume 2 was definitely the Scott Moncrief version. Nice chap. <sighs> You're getting distracted. Don't we always? Well, at least we're not bickering. I hated it when we used to do that. Oh, broke my heart. Yes, it does seem a little undignified. We're old friends, forever and always. Good. Now, where was I? Uh, ah, yes, yes, right. So, we're heading into the Pargeter's compound. Now, do pay attention. There may be a pop quiz later. Come on, Bess. We need to keep moving if we're going to get back to the TARDIS in time for tea. <laughs> Doctor, wait. <sighs> Sorry, I just needed a moment. This compound is enormous, and there's only so much running down corridors I can do before I need a rest. Story of my life. All right. 30 seconds. How generous. You say you've done this thing before? A lot of breaking and entering? I believe that was your phrase? Yeah, I mean, I could do this in my sleep, but don't go spreading that round. It'll give me a bad reputation. Look, I tell you what, why don't you wait here and I'll pick you up on the way back once I've sorted this place out? You mean to leave me behind? That won't happen. 
I'm not letting you out of my sight. Hmm, needy. Precisely. You may need me, particularly if I'm reading this map correctly. Map? What map? In your haste, you neglected to look around properly. This map here, on the screen, and if we're these flashing red lights... Corridor A4. Oh, yep, that's us. And this room here is... What would you call it? An inner sanctum? Sounds fittingly arrogant, yes. Which is where Pargita will be. Our nasty autocrat hiding from everyone else. Right, with you so far. Then who are these green lights on the other side? There are two of them. They're heading to the centre as well. And at quite a remarkable pace. Looks like we have some competition. Rest over. Time to run. Here we go again. Wait for me! Well, I know where this is going. You should hear what I went through on Nylon 8F1. Sorry, is that a planet? Some sectors of the cosmos are named in the most boring alphanumeric way. Is this your attempt to horn in on my story? Well, if the shoe fits. Oh, if you must. Ahem. <coughs> Did nobody teach you to respect your elders? Well, technically, I'm the older one. Thank you, my dear Bess. But you don't need to fight my battles for me. I can take care of myself, regardless of what my escapade on Nylon 8F1 may suggest. Now, let me tell you. That sound. It isn't the wind outside. It's a psychic storm. The Night Reaper's causing that? Unfortunately, yes. It has been planting fear seeds in your mind for weeks now, altering your body chemistry telepathically. It's currently a malign psychic influence, but as soon as your transformation is complete, those seeds will grow into malevolent flowers, taking over your mind. That's why we've been having so many terrible dreams. As if all the pain and terror was real. Scratch your arm in the dream and wake up with the marks. It's been haunting this accommodation block for long enough to reach out into the physical world. How do we stop it? You said that strange drink would help. A variant on chamomile coffee. It has conscious traversing properties and should have uprooted the fear seeds, but it hasn't worked. Everything I've tried so far has failed. Hmm, I guess that comes from trying to save the day in a space-age kitchenette, eh? This Night Reaper isn't like the last one I met. Our only hope is to get this shared mental interface working so I can confront it on its own realm. But it's not working! You don't have to remind me. The circuitry is insufficiently versatile and I don't have spares in my ship. I can tap into your mind, Ovine, but I need access to everyone at once. Doctor... Oh, my dear. You're shaking. I'm scared. More scared than I've ever been before. It's coming. How many people did you say were in his accommodation block? At least 5,000. Won't be long before all of you have blossomed for the Night Reaper. I'm so sorry. I've let you down. You needed some help. And who might you be? You seem oddly familiar. Have we met before? I'm Lenore. I represent the voice of reason. Am I... Actually, that name means a distant bell. What? Avin called for us. When you were scouring the building for technology, I sent out a distress call. And we responded. I've brought you this. But this is exactly what we need. If I hook this circuit board up with... Give me a few seconds. What have you done here? These look like 
egg noodles. Homemade, quite delicious, and work perfectly as conductors for telepathic energy. Not as good as banana skin, but you can't have it all. My contribution seems very high-tech in comparison. I worked with what was here, did my best. Thank you for this. You've saved them all. Is it ready? It is. When I touch this interface, my mind will be transported to the Night Reaper's realm, but my body will stay here. I need you to both keep an eye on me. Keep me safe, okay? Okay. Good luck, Doctor. I fear I'll need it. See you on the other side. Will it work? Oh, I believe so. It isn't wise to underestimate the Doctor. He is more than capable of defeating that psychic creature before it does too much damage. And then what'll happen? If the Doctor comes back... Sometimes, sacrifices need to be made. For the greater good. For a better future. You know what we can do for you if you do this for us. I understand. Well done, Novim. You are wise to listen to the voice of reason. You are the true saviors. Leon 8F1 is safe thanks to the voice of reason. We will protect you all. Always. I must report back. Pave the way for your magnificent future. That's it! The Night Reaper is no more! What? What's happened? I can't get back to my body. I seem to be stuck in the mental interface. Marine? I'm sorry, Doctor. I had to. What are you talking about? What have you done? I have done what needed to be done. Smashed the interface. I can't let the voice down. Oh, no. Why have you betrayed me? Obeem, you have to help me. I'm trapped here. Obeem! But you got out. Otherwise, how could you be here now? I found a backdoor path, squeezed my mind into an electrical current and returned to my body. But it took days. And by then... Everyone had heard the voice, and I couldn't exactly refute it. The people saw them as almost messianic saviors, but now they're in a different kind of trouble, all because the voice told her to do it. We know exactly what that means. Moira. Oh, Moira, how good to see you again. Are you telling them what happened on Zebred when we met the voice? I was just about to. Care to help me? I don't like this place. It's like the Stepford Wives meet Gary Anderson. Too many tuxedos and rocket cars for my taste. Maybe keep that to yourself, hmm? This is a tight-knit community, and these sorts of people tend to close ranks when anything bad happens. You mean the wealthy? The leading families. Looks like the same thing to me. The Tomsets, the Rothenbergs, the Beaties, they stick out like a sore thumb. The disparity between rich and poor is obscene. So much of the populace is working itself to the bone for, for nothing. Then those families with their mansions and champagne, they're constantly flaunting it. They're also heartless. They killed Avril's brother. One of them certainly did. And the rest are shamelessly protecting a killer. 
Not to mention ostracizing Avril. We won't settle for that. It seems painfully clear that Bob Beatty is the culprit. Means, motive, opportunity, it all fits. Regardless of how much he tries to hide behind those ridiculously fake grins. But it's all supposition. We don't have any proof. Nothing concrete. It would be really handy if we were in a police procedural right now. A vital shred of evidence would drop into our hands. At the right moment, he'd be put away for good. Yes, but life isn't like a TV show. Luckily. Except we offered Avril our help. After nearly a week of living under aliases, searching for clues, we're still on square one. I don't want to be the one to tell her that we've achieved nothing. Oh, so you want me to say it? That, that's not what I meant. But if you're offering... Moira, Doctor, come in. I take it you have news? About that... Our investigation keeps hitting brick walls. We nearly had a witness, one of the Tonsett's household staff, but someone intimidated them into silence. Or paid them off. I know this isn't what you wanted to hear, but we aren't going to give up. Can't get away with this. I sat back before, let them fill out the rules when it suited them, and said nothing, but now... Jeremy's gone! I miss him every single day. He wasn't always the best brother, but he didn't deserve this. Not to have his death hushed up. He deserves justice. Oh, Avril, I'm so sorry. I used to love coming to Zebred almost as much as Earth. Beautiful rolling hills, the picturesque architecture, all of the festivals. It's one of the first places I took Chris when we first met. And we spent days competing in pie-eating competitions and the tamiak races. They're like flying alpacas. And you have to ride them through this course of rings in the sky. I used to do that as a kid. But everything seems to have changed. Where's the joy and wonder? This used to be a community of happiness, and now... Oh, it breaks my heart to see everyone so sad. Were you expecting guests? I'm sorry. I like you both. I really do. But they can get me the results I need. Who can? Avril? Ah, you must be Avril. I'm Lenore. Thank you for coming so quickly. Uh, Hold on. Just who are you? And what precisely do you intend to do about Avril's situation? Because we've been working our hardest for weeks and made next to no progress. I represent the voice of reason, and I think your young friend can answer the rest. Uh, Doctor, you might want to see this. Why don't you take a look out the window yourself? There must be a couple hundred people in the street, all carrying some sort of weapon. That guy has a baseball bat. That woman has a revolver. What do they want? Looks distressingly like a makeshift militia to me. What have they promised you, ever? Riots on the streets until the truth comes out? The voice told me they'd get me justice. You mean they'll kill Bob Beatty for you? It'll be brutal and bloody, but far from just. Two wrongs don't make a right, far from it. What choice do I have? You said it yourself, there's no proof. Not enough for the law to do anything. Besides, half the police are in their pocket. Voice is my only option. Precisely. Come with us, Avril. It's time. Time? I just need more time. 
You can't take justice into your own hands, Avril. Sometimes that's the only way things get done. We have to stop them. But how? If we rush out there without a plan, they'll kill us too. But where will it end? Execute a killer. I get that. Don't give me that look. I said I understand it, not that I condone it. But what's next? A petty thief? A noisy neighbor? Chaos, Moira. With this mysterious voice pulling the strings. Okay, okay. This isn't some sort of epistolary novel. No need to keep wandering off on different perspectives. Mind if I finish my story? By all means. The more we learn about what we've already experienced, the better position we'll be in. And then we go on the offensive. Doctor? Yes? Oh, this is going to get confusing. My doctor. Ah, getting possessive, are we? How else are we supposed to specify which one of you we mean? You all have the same name. So, shall I point? Well, for starters, don't point. It's rude. Now, we had made it to Pargeta's study. Well, this is it. The spider's lair. Uh, Doctor... It appears we've come in second. Ah, no, I see what you mean. Ah, and who might you be? You two, help me! Not you, you fool! The other two, in the hoods. Now let's start with you, Mr. Cloakey. I am the voice. Oh, what ominous nonsense. I was looking for a name. Not just anyone gets to steal my thunder now. Who are you? I speak with the voice of reason. Oh, I see. I'm not getting anything out of you. Okay, how about your friend, Mr. Lurks in the Shadows? Come on, buddy. Let's be having you. You shall not interfere. We will restore the voice of reason. Get off me. Don't you know who I am? I think everyone knows who you are, Pargita. Why won't you help me? Because you are a monstrous person. We were coming to stop you ourselves if these two cloaked figures hadn't gotten here first. There's no need to push. But since you're disabling those neckbands, I see no reason to stop you. I want to free the people of Garrick too. Free them? From what? I'm the one who needs rescuing here. Free them from you, you silly old moo. It is time. Activate the video link. Every living soul on Gurekt must see what happens next. I speak with the voice of reason. This man, Partitor, can no longer do you any harm. I never hurt. Your world is yours again. All we ask is that you stand by our side. Stand with the voice of reason. So, what? Replace one despot with a group of mysterious strangers? That doesn't seem like a healthy choice. Working by our side, there will be no illness, no crime. The voice of reason offers an equal society, a better future. So what do you want these people for, hmm? Slavery? Food? And why won't you take off those cloaks? What are you hiding underneath them? No one who parades around in a swishy black cloak is up to anything good. Trust me. The voice of reason will prove it means what it says. The past is over. This is a new beginning. No! How could you? Pargeter is dead. 
Long live the voice of reason. He broke his neck. Why? He didn't need to die. The dangers of the past need to be eradicated. The voice of reason has done this to save you all. The future will be a place of peace and logic. We hear the voice of reason. We speak the voice of reason. Terminate video link. They have made their decision. The catharsis of seeing their tormentor removed. Oh, no. No, I would not have allowed this. He should have been imprisoned. Killing is never the answer. Do you hear me? Never! Report. Gurek has heard the voice of reason. Engage Stage 2 agents. And what are you going to do next? And who are these Stage 2 agents, hmm? I said who are these Stage 2 agents? Tell me! Doctor, come away! This isn't over! I will not rest! They cannot hear the voice. They do not understand reason. Execute them. Doctor, we have to get out! No, we can't! Best get up, we know we can't! I'm still not happy about how that ended. We should have done more. You were too busy trying to shout the building down around us to notice all the guards pointing their weapons at us. If I hadn't dragged you out of there... There'd be another version of me here now, yes, I know. <laughs> the voice took down their tyrant and gave the people of Gurix their freedom. The future is full of possibility when people are freed from the shackles of whatever terrified them the day before. Avril turned to mob rule because it would give her that closure. The chance to live for tomorrow, rather than be stuck reliving her brother's death over and over again. And the people of Astrovar just wanted their new home to be a place of safety, whatever the cost. The voice offered help, and the colonists took it. You can hardly blame them. But we were already helping them. You weren't there when that poor boy was practically ripped apart by one of the Fangra Doctor. It was horrifying. And as much as I agree with your ethics, you were asking a scared and grieving people to forgive their aggressors. The voice seems to pop up at pressure points, aiding people in their moment of dire need. They were there again, when we visited Scarvern and Lilintonia, each time helping the humans but thwarting our plans. Just like on Gurikt. But then they want something in return. Undying loyalty. A new order, the entire universe singing to the same hymn sheet. And no one wants to see it. Except we've seen behind the mask. We know that they aren't doing this out of the goodness of their heart. And they seem more than happy to threaten or attack anything that gets in their way. And it seems their antics aren't limited to other planets. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news... But the Voice of Reason are here, on Earth. They're all over the news channels on the TV in the kitchen. And Google is inundated with links to their so-called altruism. Apologies if this is obvious to everyone else, but who is Google? It's a thing, not a who. A search engine, it's, um... Like an electronic wise man. Ask it questions and it gives you answers. Sorry, when was it that you're from? The 16th century. I see a lot has changed since then. So, what year is it now? 2022, according to my watch. The far future, then. Only a couple decades out for me. You really do have friends everywhere, don't you, Doctor? So, Moira, Tasha, um, what were these news reports saying about the voice? Seems they've been around for a while, 
I read one article that detailed all the humanitarian work they've been doing in Gaitsara, but I'm not sure where that is. The war-torn desert in the southern hemisphere? Can't long have been formed from parts of other Middle Eastern countries. What are they doing out there? A load of journalists went out there to see and found them supplying aid relief. From what I can make out, there's some sort of civil war, and it's getting worse. But the voice are helping the people it is displaced, giving them food and shelter, access to medical supplies. They want to appear morally decent, figures of justice. I feel there's a massive however coming. Not everyone that went out there came back. Dig a little deeper, look on some of the more underground sites. It's clear they've been up to some sketchy stuff. A photographer live-streamed what the voice claimed was a food storage facility. But there were all sorts of strange tech inside. Looked alien to me. So, why has no one done anything about it? The voice claimed it was fake. Did all they could to discredit the poor guy. No one can find him anymore. Reddit says he doesn't answer calls, emails, nothing. And that's the tip of the iceberg. Missing persons cases have skyrocketed worldwide. And thanks to that computer trick you showed us. Which you both promised you wouldn't tell anyone about, hmm? Oh, yeah. Sorry. But it showed us how thousands of these cases seem to link somehow to the voice. Either people who signed away everything to this dubious group, or who asked questions they didn't like. They've tried to keep it under the radar, but when people are vanishing on this scale, someone's bound to notice. And yet so many people have chosen to look the other way and pretend the bad thing isn't happening because they like the good stuff. What's that quote about the triumph of evil? I suspect we could learn more, but our presence was starting to be noticed on some of these forums, so we thought it best to stop. Don't worry, they wouldn't be able to trace you here. This house is secure. So, how many planets are they operating on? I lost count. Infiltrate, manipulate, assimilate. All this blind allegiance, what's the point? Maybe it's the start of an interplanetary empire. At least, it can't get any worse. Spoken too soon, perhaps? Sounds like someone sent us a hologram. Hello again, Doctor. I knew you'd come here, so I left you this message. Is that Kathy? She's alive? Well, of course she is. Oh, you haven't had the incident with the Sasquatch yet, have you? Uh, uh, spoilers, you know, just pretend you didn't see that. You saw nothing, you saw nothing. Quiet! Trying to listen. The voice of reason have representatives all over the cosmos, and their influence is spreading with every passing moment. So many otherwise innocent people already believe the voice is doing good, so stopping them will be tough. Especially since I've intercepted some information you're not going to like. The voice have a secret weapon. Listen to this. You have made the correct decision working with us. That's Lenore! How did she... She's everywhere, that one. Your status will help us spread our word on Earth, and your history with the Doctor will make all the difference. He has foolishly decided to stand against us. He seems to think we are the villains. <laughs> but you know the truth, don't you? You know we only want the best for all of humanity. 
Someone is working against you, Doctor. Someone close to you. I expect I'll see you soon. I've embedded some coordinates in this hologram. That's where I've headed to investigate the voice further. Good luck. I think we're going to need it. Sorry, who was that? She seemed cool. Love the Tomb Raider look. Can I be her? Oh, how to describe Kathy? Um, I met her at a space circus, and looking back, I'm not sure if I travelled with her or she travelled with me. <laughs> Very ferocious and capable. <laughs> Bless her. She wouldn't look amiss as a bodyguard. It's how she holds herself. What Kathy said would explain why we keep getting beaten to the punch. Someone selling us out, telling the enemy how we operate. Who do you think she was talking about? Doctor, that message looked a lot like... The one that we picked up in the TARDIS, yes. Yet another worrying piece of the puzzle. We picked up a distress call from the planet Sibilance, and it was the final straw. After this, I knew that the voice of reason was bigger than I could handle on my own. Play the message. It's Chris! They gave me this jewel. said speak into it and it would summon help. It came to the plant Sibians. But now I'm afraid and alone. Someone took the doctor and they're looking for me. Please, great jewel, you must help me. We picked that up just before I summoned you. I remember giving her that jewel not long after we met. It's a distress beacon. Hope she wouldn't have to use it. Why didn't you go and help us straight away? Because Bess was right. We barely got out of the last few scrapes with the voice alive. And I suspect the same is true of you. I didn't want to rush in and try rescue Christine in case something happened to me, and none of you knew that she was still in danger. Gentlemen, we have to work together. All of us. At least that tells us why one of the other doctors isn't here. The mustached one. We have to help him. If anything happens to my predecessor... I didn't remember the last time I bumped into him. Or the other one with all those rabbits. Our messages must get lost in the ether. Or intercepted by the traitor, whoever they might be. You don't think... It couldn't be one of us, could it? None of us would dare. We know right from wrong. It can't be. Another one... So you see, it was all... Ah, afternoon. Sorry if we're late. Ah, we didn't think you were coming. We were in the middle of something when your message came through. A worrying affair on the planet Umqua. Weren't we? That's right. Hello, everyone. Who are all these people? And why are they staring at us? I think we're late to the party. I assume we're here to discuss how this vigilante group, the Voice of Reason, is manipulating whole planets in exchange for allegiance because we may just have an important piece of the puzzle. Anyway, time for introductions. Doctors, friends, this is Lara, my companion. Nice to meet you all. But shouldn't he be with Christine? What's going on? I get the feeling we've missed something important. Well then, Doctors, looks like we've got plenty of work to do. It's time to save everything. Everything.